All right, the way that I want to start this episode, as I told you, is I want to apologize to the viewers and listeners. Uh, well, the listeners, not so much because you probably didn't notice. But the viewers, I do want to apologize to y'all because as you may have noticed, and I'm sure all of you noticed, I wasn't wearing my glasses in the last episode. And the reason I want to apologize is because I was only pretending to like books in that episode. I didn't actually like it. And by the time we had started and it, I realized it was time to delve deep into this book, I was just like, I don't care about books. But then I had to fake it because we we're already rolling and you're here and, you know, stopping halfway through to get the glasses was just, you know, and then starting over didn't make sense. So I feel like, you know, I lied to you, to you guys. I was a fraud. But now I just wanted to clear that out of the way. And now I'm wearing my glasses and now I do care about books. Uh, we're both wearing glasses now. Well, yeah, instead of just one. I can't see. <laughs> so you can even. So I wear glasses. <laughs> I genuinely can't see. Yeah, so you couldn't take them off. If you took them off, you could notice. Like yeah. you would notice yourself. Like what is it? Yeah, you couldn't see. How well can you really not see well at all? No, I can't see. Like I don't like it's like blurry when you see, take it off. It's so blurry now. Like I can't see. Yeah, I'm, faces. I'm looking at the thickness of the glass. Yeah, that makes it. Yeah, they're very thick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Blind. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. I'm Yo. noticing. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Empty Pages, the book club with me and D. That's actually, I do like that. It's just, just like with me and D because yeah. that rhymes. We're back, you know what I mean, to break down another book. You yeah. guys know what book we're talking about. We're going to be talking about Roman Alam's Leave the World Behind. Before we get to that, we just got to tell you guys now before we get started what the next book is going to be. And that's going to be Alex. Michaelides 2019 book The Silent Patient and here's the little descriptor that Amazon gave me The Silent Patient is a shocking psychological thriller of a woman's act of violence against her husband and of the therapist obsessed with uncovering her motive that sounded very interesting I, I always love thrillers this sounds like a thriller mystery like what you know what I mean it sounds like there's gonna be a lot of well it says you know, shocking. So, shocking. and I do like psychological thrillers. I, I like getting into people's messed up minds. I'm used to it from that, you know, Verity novel we read, our first ever novel. I did read something that I'm not going to say here because that would be, it's not really a spoiler when people hype up books the way that I read this book being hyped up. I was yeah. just like, that's kind of a spoiler because now I, you got me expecting something I don't want to expect. That's why I don't like reading hyped up books until like the hype dies. Yeah, down. that's a good point. Like, I don't even watch videos like with mm. hyped up books because I just I avoid them at all costs because you're ruining yeah. it for me. That's true. You are. That's true. That's a good point. So, um, so that's why it's been three years since we're going to be reading this book now. You know, yeah. Enough time has passed. I'm sure when this came out, everybody was raving about it. No, now, people were. I avoided oh, you it. Still oh, yeah, you're right. You did yeah, tell like, me. Yeah. I think it was in Sam's Club too for like ten dollars, and I said, "Yeah, no, we're not gonna get mm. it just yet. We're gonna wait." Yeah, yeah, no. it's been long enough. It's been a whole pandemic in between, so yeah. I think we're ready now. So that's gonna be the next book. Stay tuned for that next month. All right, but now let's get into the book of the month. Like I said, "Leave the World Behind" is done by Ruman Alam, and I'm trying to get more pro professional here, so I took. A sentence off of Wikipedia. Oh. Uh, I just want to, you know, you may have known this guy from his prior two novels, Rich and Pretty or That Kind of Mother. This is a third novel, which actually surprised me because it seemed, you know, like he seems like 
he to me he was a great writer mm-hmm. so it seemed like oh i could see this guy like having writing like writing a lot of books mm-hmm. like he gave me that sense there were some words in there that i'm like there's some way this is like a first time book mm-hmm. but it's only third so that's mm-hmm. that's that's to me that's impressive but yeah. uh leave the world behind it is about well amazon says mm-hmm. is a magnetic novel about two families strangers to each other who are forced together on a long weekend going terribly wrong and here's the thing when I explained this book, I, th- I explained it all the way wrong. <laughs> you did. And I'm, I was I'm reading the book, up. and yeah. I was like, wait a minute. Eladio said the family that was coming in yeah. was white yeah. and elderly. No, yeah. And the family that was staying in the yeah. in the house yeah, yeah, we're, we're black. We're yeah. black. So in my, yeah, I was yeah. just like, Amanda and Clay, all right. They're yeah. black. Yo, it, that happened Until to me too. the narrator was like, no, Ruth and G.H., the black yeah. elderly girl. I said, what? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I was so confused. <laughs> but but I feel like you should have realized Amanda and Clay were white when they started explaining what they were doing for fun. I wanted so, to, yeah. but I was like, maybe, you can't, you don't maybe, be maybe Alam is like doing something different. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, <laughs> nah. I'm not going to assume, you know? Yeah, yeah. It was at that moment. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is definitely... Yeah. definitely these are definitely a, a white couple yeah i got that all the way wrong i was gonna text you but i was like nah let me just let him be because i don't even think he started the book yet so let me yeah just yeah yeah that was funny when i yeah. realized it did take me a while to understand the names because yes, of it took me like, a long time yeah wait so who's who and then you know it, mm-hmm. the other thing i didn't know there were kids in this book either that's the other thing that threw me off oh i took yeah, i had yeah. no idea there were books i think the synopsis kids. tells us that oh there really are kids. yeah okay well I, like i said i totally i didn't even say there were kids in the, when i described yeah. the book to people yeah. last month there were so kids. There were uh you know, you guys, you, and then it was four names that just threw me off and I had to learn right away. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> yeah, so that's the actual synopsis. It's a white couple with two kids and then elder, elder, elderly mm-hmm. bl- uh, black couple that mm-hmm. come into who own the, who own the house. They're the ones house. who actually put it yeah. um, on sale. I'm sorry. I'm looking for something right now that I forgot to research before. I was just gonna say we do have a cast for what the Netflix movie of this is gonna be. Oh, I should don't look. That Don't look. I want to tell you, so I want to hear your thoughts on this. If I even know these actors, well, you're gonna know. Oh, Ethan Hawke. Who's that man again? He's uh he he's on the he was on uh uh the Purge the first Purge. I never watched the Purge. Do you? Okay. You're gonna hate me because oh, I'm man. not yeah, like a maybe film I will. critic. Like you well, are. come. I mean, you you gotta know Ethan Hawke. He's pretty well. Maybe I just I gotta show faces. you. That's my yeah, issue. yeah yeah okay, yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna show you. Person. This is gonna be fun because because when I realized this movie had been it's, it's filming right now. So yeah, this, see, this guy. I know so that you know, guy. You can already tell who he's gonna be playing. Oh, Clay? Yeah. 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 Yeah, he look like a... No, yeah, yeah. he doesn't look like a Clay. Well, I, I could see him Clay acting like Clay gives me like a dorky type of dude. Like, well, I, I did not like Did that. you see... Okay, we'll get to it. Cause, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I want I yeah. to get my stuff out. <laughs> right, okay, we will. Yeah. We will. Did, did you not see the black phone? Have you, do you know about it? The black phone, the horror movie about the kids getting kidnapped? I don't watch horror movies. Uh, at all? You don't watch no. them? Because you don't like them or you're, you don't like getting scared? Both, Okay. actually. All right. The last horror movie I watched was Us, and oh, I, I can't stop thinking about it. <laughs> it's been three years. Like I'm still thinking about the ending, and I'm I get I yeah. get shivers. Like yeah, I that's get a that's scared. a great. Well, you should see Nope. It's not I, scary. I, I it's want not that to. scary. That's my next thing. I you, have to watch, watch Thor it. and Nope. I'm yeah. so behind. You should watch. Um, then we got Julia Roberts. Oh, I know Julia. You know Roberts. Julia Roberts. So oh, what do you think? No. You don't like that casting? I, I like Amanda? it. Yeah. 
You don't see it? A very pretty she's white a, lady? She's a great actress, though. Yeah, so I, I could see her playing, nail, like, a very fancy, like, white she's lady. She's going like, to nail Amanda. I think that, so. Mm. Uh, and the names aren't even on this, so I'm just guessing. But, you know, you can put two and two together. Is that Marsh? Uh, Marsh Ali is in this. I think. As an, uh, I don't know who GH? that's going to play. I no. He's playing GH. Oh, is he? he oh, no, no, be. no way. Because I, I do know, actually, who's, or, unless he dropped out. Oh, yeah, he did. He okay, should so he's play like, GH because but, GH yeah. gives me this wealthy, yeah. handsome, black man, yeah. sugar daddy vibe. Do you know who was going to be playing GH before him and dropped out, I guess? Who? Denzel Washington. Isn't oh, that funny? no. Isn't that funny? Denzel would have been great. Especially considering that part in the book where they're like, you look like Denzel Washington. Do you yes, because she kept saying, yeah. you look, I'm like, that. Yeah. It, well, we'll get into that. We need to get into yeah, that because uh, <laughs> that it was. I like the way that they just dropped that in there. Oh, but yeah, I think that's going to be. But you know what? GH. He's going to do great though. He's going to yeah. be a great. You know, I'm seeing some actors in this. I think they're going to take some liberties with this movie. To be honest with they, you, they should really make it something like really great. Like Netflix, don't mess this. I up. think that yeah, I think they're going to do something interesting with this because I'm yeah. seeing some some like, why would there be a black teenager? Oh. We know the who. kids. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Maya, kids. Maya. Yeah, yeah, Maya. And okay. also, they had a son, too. Mm. I forgot the son's name. But Maya has kids as well. Yeah. yeah oh, she... so they're going to bring them on. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I think they're going to take some liberties and probably show more they of, They have like... to, because I feel like we needed that. You I, know? I do think... Yeah, okay, whatever. This but was... I was okay with it. Yeah, this was a fun... Uh, there's no... I thought there were going to be more famous people, but I mean, Julia Roberts and Mahershala Ali is, is in a movie. That's a great... That's a great like pairing, but all right, that's that's. Uh, I just wanted to do that really quickly because I thought it was fun. Mm -hmm. But now let's get into if we recommend this book or not. I'll go first, and I will say I do recommend this book. I really love this book, and I knew I was gonna. This felt like this book to me felt like a fine wine. Like when I read the first chapter. Mm -hmm. I had a hard time getting like getting past like the first couple of pages because mm -hmm. the, the way the author writes and the, the, the be honest, like the, there's some big words, especially in the beginning. I was just like, OK, because I had just come off of uh, full discourse. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, OK, now I got to adjust into some like That's humongous words. Like yeah. there was a good like 10 words in the first page. That I didn't know. I'm like, OK, yeah. all right, yeah. let's let's sit back. You know, I had to do that thing. Like, all right. Let's let's sit back. Yeah. Let's let's ease into this because mm -hmm. it's gonna be a lot. I mm -hmm. could just tell, mm -hmm. especially the way that narrating in the third person was. Mm -hmm. um, and it was at that point that I'm like, okay, I'm gonna savor this book and savor it. I did, and mm -hmm. you know, that could be another way of saying I was procrastinating. Mm -hmm. But I was actually like, no, take I'm gonna take time. my time with it. Even mm -hmm. like a couple of days ago, I got to a certain chapter mm -hmm. where, without revealing anything, a question gets asked about another character, mm -hmm. like where's blank mm -hmm. right and that's how the chapter ends mm -hmm. and i'm like what and then i was so invested that i was like you know what i can't read past this i'm going to sleep yeah because it was already like 1 a.m oh and i already knew it was like yeah. if i keep reading i'm gonna want to finish the whole thing yeah so but all that to say i was very invested mm -hmm. it felt very adult to me it felt very um honest mm -hmm. i think is the best way i can describe this It's mm -hmm. very honest the way it described a lot of things mm -hmm. Uh, you could say it might have been like self-indulgent self -indulgent in a way because mm -hmm. it really took its time, especially in the first couple of chapters, mm -hmm. like describing everything. Yeah. Like definitely. there's a point where they're like going through. It's like two pages of like mm -hmm. groceries. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so and, and I do think I think there was a purpose to that, mm -hmm. you know, but mm -hmm. 
I saw that I'm like, okay, this author is really like really exploring mm-hmm. like everything, everything, like mm-hmm. fully descriptive with everything. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess in the story, it's definitely way more. I think it's gonna be divisive the way the the, the plot itself mm-hmm. because it definitely doesn't end in a conventional way. Uh, the way the story is sold is kind of like, mm-hmm. oh, interesting. It's it's weird. It's like the way they told this kind of story mm-hmm. was very weird, mm-hmm. and I appreciate weird, and I think it's one of those things that I'm gonna keep thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And for that alone, I recommend it because it's like if something can stick with you, mm-hmm. it's like almost the opposite of full discourse. Where like I read it, I was just like, okay, mm-hmm. it's great. Close it. Never. Th- I haven't thought about that book since. With this one, I feel like there's certain things yeah. that I'm going to think about yeah. for a while. Mm-hmm. So for that, I will recommend it. But now I'm going to throw it back to you. Mm-hmm. D, would you recommend this book? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> I, I got so scared. I'm like, oh, no, this is going to be freaking uh, the turtles all the way again. No. Oh, no, no. Oh, <laughs> I, we got to talk about that one, too, because people are still in my comments and like. What? What are they saying? People, like still one person me? commented under and was just like, oh, I didn't like it. It was boring. Another person came under that person was just like. They were fighting? Yeah. It was just like, <laughs> oh, you shouldn't say it was boring. It was real life. Like yeah. it was mental illness. I was right, like, oh, right. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's fun that's fun sparking some debate um but no i recommend this because it had me hooked from the Mm. very first chapter like the groceries part was so soothing to me for some reason i really love that type of writing where it was just so descriptive and i kind of miss it because like it i was reading like at first i started reading it and then i actually decided to listen to it but i was reading each word like and that's not something i usually do when i'm reading a book sometimes i skim through because i'm like oh you're repeating you're repeating you're repeating but with alam's writing style it was really different and i really enjoyed it and yes you said it was a weird book it is a weird book because i was just like yo okay i'm ready like, when is the thing going to happen? And I'm thinking it's going to be something crazy, crazy. I mean, this is crazy, but, like, I, you would think it was going to be visually, like, kind of like if you're watching a horror movie yes. or, like, a Teen Wolf or something, because I just watched Teen Wolf. Yeah. It, 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 the way that I would say, just to add on to that, it's yeah. like, the plot is there, yeah. but I think it takes a backseat to mm. the main characters that we're following. Yes. And I love that it was character focused. Like you didn't even have to think about the plot because the plot was there. It's in your face, but it's so character driven because this is about, you know, people, two different types of people dealing with a crisis and how they deal with it, mm. how they react to it, how they come together and what really happened. It's like regular life, mm-hmm. but something happens. And now you're seeing humans dealing with this specific thing. And it feels realistic. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like the people that didn't like this book, I feel like they didn't like it because it's like, it's not normal to them or it's like, it's too real for them. Some people, they don't like books that feel too real. It's like, oh, it hits close to home. Cause this is, it's like the pandemic, like what we went through, you know? Man, I just got to say, yeah, the real part of it, like mm-hmm. there was some stuff that was so terrifying to me in this book. Mm-hmm. And the thing that made it the most terrifying to me was the fact that it could happen. Mm-hmm. Like, OK, we're going to get into the spoilers soon. Any anything else non spoilery that you want to um, say? Yeah, I definitely recommend this book for people that you like thriller, but you like a book that makes you think about your own reality society because i know there's people that love books that make them think about the world 
and like what's happening in the world and how people deal with certain circumstances, especially if they're two different types of people. This is a perfect book for you. So mm -hmm. I would agree. Yeah. All right. That's about as much as we'll say with non-spoiler. That's going to be the, 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 the non-spoiler discussion on this yeah, book. Yeah, because I'm ready. It's a lot. This book is a lot in the, you know, I think the big part of this book is like you really don't know mm -hmm. what's happening. That's part of the enjoyment of like what's next. So now we're entering the spoiler discussion section of this episode. Um, and you've been warned. We're going to spoil a lot. And I think this is the best way to start. I think, well, I don't know. I don't know if it's damn. I just lost a lot of confidence as I said that sentence because I'm oh, like, no. is this really the best way to start? But whatever. This Go is the question it. that I want to start with. Did it bother you that we never really found out what, what is happening? Yeah. It bothered you? At first, I was like, okay, when are we going to get into it? But then I, I think I was really patient with this book. I had mm -hmm. to learn to be patient. <laughs> yes. Because... I was more invested in the characters anyways because one of the characters was really pissing me off. <laughs> and I wanted to see, like I wanted her ass bit, like beat. Like I wanted. I oh, wanted, her. I thought we were going with the him. You think I hated Clay. Clay? Yeah, I thought you hated Clay, Clay the most. Clay was just some sleazy dude yeah, that's yeah. just like. In, I loved Clay's character because that's such a realistic portrayal of a, a white man. But it's both of them. Yeah. Both of well, them yeah, are true. such a realistic yeah. portrayal. Yes. I read a review and the person was just like, oh, I don't feel like the characters were too real for me. I was as, like, no, yeah. you're lying because yeah, yeah. these characters were very real to <laughs> yes. me. I was like, oh, I've met I've met yeah. an Amanda before. Yeah. Mm. I've met Clay's. Yeah. I've met Clay's before, yeah. too. Yeah. You know, just boring. Uh, it's a boring couple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh it, but i love that they were the boring couple mm -hmm. but the little parts that they throw in there to show how like they're so boring the certain parts of them are bound to be weird because they have to be boring i guess mm -hmm. like the it's to me it was so brilliant mm -hmm. in the first couple of chapters of the show mm -hmm. that amanda wanted to cheat with that guy from the grocery store yeah, the that young boy hooked me i was like yo yeah. what are you talking about that's like, amazing that's such a great way to like portray a character so yes. quickly that gets to the bottom of that character like, so yeah are they from the suburbs i don't know if they uh they're from, from new york they're from the the, the main city yeah okay yeah. never mind because she gives me like a suburban mom that just wants to like have sex with like another <laughs> person because her husband is just <laughs> yeah not it, yeah know? and i love the way they break that and they don't even mm -hmm. really bring that up again no but that's and just I such a yeah. yeah, and I wanted them to bring it up again, but, you know. I think it's just a brilliant way to for you to understand this character, right? Yeah. In the same way with Clay, with yeah. him sunbathing, like him, like, jerking off yeah uh, to the sun or whatever like, Dude, what's wrong with you? like it, it, those and they again those two things never come back up but it's such a great way to be like okay this is what this person is really like when no one's watching and this and is this what this is what person is really like when no one's watching Yo. i thought it was brilliant brilliant mm -hmm. setup for two characters that i'm like oh yeah these are two weird white folks mm -hmm. can't wait to see how they interact with you know the older black couple mm -hmm. which then we get into them how did you feel about them as as a ca as characters. Ruth was a very bland character for me. Like, yeah, I could not connect with Ruth. Mm. Gh, I actually liked him. I was just like, yeah. yo, I would, I would date you. Like, you have well, money. You, well, yeah, for sure. You're Especially right. if it's Mahershala Ali. Yeah. Yeah, and then they were like, <laughs> and then Amanda yeah. and her thinking, you know, you look like Denzel Washington. Like, yeah, 
Yeah, that that so I think I want to talk about that later. Mm-hmm. How they play with race mm-hmm. that it's is way more subtle than I was expecting. I thought it was gonna be like way more obvious. But that Especially, that that's why it's so real. Because yeah. even when it comes to like racism in general, mm-hmm. sometimes it can be so subtle. It's so subtle. In it's this book, you might so miss it if you're minor. not even if you're yeah. not paying attention. Yeah. Because I was paying attention. Yeah. And it started off with Amanda, mm-hmm. and I was just like. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're racist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you are racist, sis. Oh, my God. Yeah. From the very beginning. Yeah, from the jump. As soon as she saw, you know, two darker people like near yeah, her. Yeah. She was just, just like, like whoa. You, call the cops. You own this place? Yeah. Hand on the phone the and whole I'm time. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Okay. But, yeah. oh, man. I, you know what's crazy? Yeah. The one lesson that this book really, like, captures is, like, your portrayal of people like it's gonna change like your perspective of mm, someone is yeah, gonna change true. when you're put into a serious like um situation yeah yeah for like, sure major lesson well i think that was also subtle as well i don't know i was expect. i think this book is very mature i think it's also another way to describe it because mm. i was expecting mm. especially in i, I want to contrast this book with black buck Mm-hmm. Just to highlight what I'm saying with mm-hmm. sometimes the over-exaggerated mm-hmm. way that it played with race in that book. Mm-hmm. Like, that one was yeah, on 10. Yeah, that one like, was, like, unrealistic. So like, I, on I 10. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, and that bothered me, right? But with this one, I think it's, like, the polar opposite where it's, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, I was expecting the whole, like, oh, you know, you thought we were going to rob this place, you know, just because we're black. Like, mm-hmm. that's something that would happen in Black Buck. But I think in here, it's like, they it's never explicitly say that, but nothing. you just get the vibe. You get the vibe. That's why there's conflict here. Mm-hmm. That's why Ruth hates Amanda and Amanda hates Ruth. Yes. And I love how they kept pointing that out the entire, the entire freaking book. book. I like, love that. Until the end where they kind of clash, like, big yeah, time. Yeah, right. And that was a big, that was actually yeah. an interesting way for the book to... That's almost like the climax of the mm-hmm. book is them finally them, like fighting. Like finally like yelling at each other. Yeah. And then it was like calm. And even that was like so, so, so yeah. Th- th- yeah. It's crazy how that was like almost one of the bigger, as big as this book actually is, which is wild. And that's the real spoiler part of this book. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that the main, th- like the climax of this book and how it ends mm-hmm. is so weird because mm-hmm. it's just, you're not expecting it. It's so like almost abstract in a way it's mm-hmm. like metaphorical it's like to be honest it's almost kind of mm-hmm. like a jordan peele movie mm-hmm. you know the way that he like does everything a lot of is things. just peace but then yeah. you gotta piece everything together exactly. for yourself and exactly. it's like everyone will have a different interpretation yes of each piece that's of so the true book, yeah which is completely fine which and is, i like yeah. i like books like that i think know? that's fun yeah especially mm-hmm. when you talk to other people and here's the mm-hmm. part that is vague enough that at you know speaking mm-hmm. of that did you get the vibe that GH was at least that was gay or bisexual? Yeah. Right? I think they were definitely making that a point. In the beginning, I was like, hmm. Mm, yeah. Because he was like handsome. Yeah. I was like, oh, maybe he is like gay or bi. Well, and they were when they were talking about the guy that came over to help them, the neighbor that they end up going at the end. Was it, it what's was his Danny? Name? Danny, yeah. Yeah, the contract. The way that, first of all, they showed that Ruth is jealous of how much you know, uh, oh, G.H. admires Danny. Yes, and how handsome he is. Him oh. always pointing out that Danny was handsome Danny and is strong, so handsome and and strong and capable. Yeah. You know, and even when they finally describe Danny in the book itself, the narrator's like, the, the narrator explicitly says, 
the age always forgot how beautiful or how mm-hmm. handsome yeah, Danny was. Danny was yeah. So there's definitely, I think, some undertones in there, which I think is really cool to add to his character because it's completely realistic for an older black man in his 60s mm-hmm. to maybe have feelings for men, mm-hmm. but just repressing that in, you know, so much because he just couldn't yeah. express himself. You know, that, that wasn't part of, like, what was expected of him. That's interesting. You know what I mean? Because... If we even like play with that storyline, it's like Danny doesn't even like GH. Right. But maybe Danny is showing, you know, he's like putting on a face. Oh. If we play that storyline, I watch too much TV. That, <laughs> that is such a <laughs> great soap opera plot. Yeah. yeah. Like he might, you know, act yeah. like, yeah, I don't want, you know, no one to know that I'm in the closet. Yeah. And, you know, like. That's such a good point. Yeah, yeah that's like, true. They kind of hate each Well, Danny hates him. But you, we yeah. don't know. We, we don't know. Like yeah. only Alam knows because yeah. he created the story. Yeah, it's it's definitely up to interpretation. But I definitely did get that vibe, and it made that his character, GH's character, mm-hmm. GH's character was very interesting because not only that the thing with him possibly being gay or being attracted to men, mm-hmm. but also the idea of how he saw the world, which was just about money and grass and big, yeah. always looking at the market. Yeah, I was like, the market predicts me. everything. Yeah. Well, I think that's just such an interesting way for. Because there's a lot of people that are like like very pragmatic. It's mm-hmm. like, if you want to be rich, mm-hmm. you just choose to be rich. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about that? Because that was actually an interesting, you know, uh, philosophy that I, I understand what it means. But I wanted to know what you thought of that. What? Like, like the idea of like, you choose to be rich. No, I don't. I, you know, I actually know people who actually have that type of mindset. Yeah. yeah. It bothers me because it's like, no, you don't choose to be rich. If I, okay, yeah, Eladio, I choose to be rich today. Where the money at? Yeah. Where's the money? You can't, it's like you're forgetting of all the systems that are in place to, like, you know, bring you down. Because there's systems in place to make sure that the poor stay poor and the rich get richer, you know? That's the thing that a lot of people forget, especially like the Gary V's of the world who are Mm -hmm. like, just hustle every day and Mm -hmm. night and don't ever take a break and you'll be rich. Yeah, and I'm like, no. It's like, that's not realistic. That's how you, you know. Yeah. Pass away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, from stress. (laughs) Yeah, from stress. But you want to know what's interesting? I do think there's something to the idea of, because just let's say you say, okay, I'm going to decide to get rich and all you care about is money. Mm Mm-hmm. Then I do think to that to a certain extent that could be true because then which reveals a lot about capitalism in and of itself, it's like at that point there are no morals. Yeah. And when if you yourself strip yourself of any morals you may have right. and all you care about is money, mm-hmm. you could become rich. Mm-hmm. That's how a lot of rich people get rich, is because mm-hmm. they don't give a fuck about oh whoops, sorry. Mm-hmm. They don't care about anybody right. else. They just yeah. break you know, they break the law, they look at people like numbers, they mm-hmm. become like sociopaths pretty much. That's sad. that's the way to really get rich. And that's why I assume when people say you decide to get rich, it's like, yeah, you can you know, go get a hustle or like you know, do things that are borderline illegal or like play around. Yeah, you know, if you're th- trying to get rich, you're doing illegal things. Exactly. exactly because how, exactly. how how are you gonna wake up rich? How? Yeah. How you, you gonna wake? Like I get, I understand the manifestations. I get that. Right, you true. know the prayers and things like that. But like, <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just found that interesting because that also added mm-hmm. like a level. Like that was interesting to add to GH's to character. GH's character. Because he's he because he's also like I think we're supposed to assume he's richer than. Oh they're, yeah, they're, he's, they're he like has, way richer than they have more money. I mean, yeah. and you know what's funny? What? Like Amanda. Oh, uh, oh yeah, Amanda. let's get to Amanda. I think it's time that we get to really break down Amanda. Why did you hate Amanda so much? She was racist. Yeah, 
yeah. racist, racist. I'm joking. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like Amanda is like in her own bubble. Yeah. And I see people like that all mm. the time where it's like you are centering yourself. She's yeah. she kind of and I feel like the book in the book, she she gets tested with her kids. Mm. You know, she gets oh, tested yeah, with sure. like, how is she with the children? Her relationship with Clay was interesting as well. But like. Mm. She was just a very weird character to me, but she made sense because I'm like, there's people like that. People oh, exactly yeah. like Amanda. There's so many of those Amanda's just getting wine drunk, just Yeah, and just yeah. chilling and yeah. things like that. But her like assumptions <laughs> yeah. with Ruth and GH was mm. so yeah. like real. Yeah. Because it's just like people will think like that. Like, yeah. oh, they're here to rob us. How did they get here? Like she was questioning everything that they did. I'm like, bro, this is their house. This is where yeah. they live. Like, and you know what I loved about Ruth is that she didn't even need to like, you know, um, show off and no. be like, yeah, this is our house. Like she didn't even yeah. entertain that nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. True. I, yeah, that, that was, that was, that, that, I, I like the contrast between Ruth and Amanda. Yeah. I think that's probably why they hated each other. Kind of. Mm -hmm. It's like, they were so different from each other. I, I, and then what I loved is that like in the beginning there was like, you could see the power like differentials mm -hmm. if that even makes sense like yeah, yeah, the, amanda yeah. and clay feeling uh, technically amanda just amanda just really yeah just amanda feeling like she was in power at that time mm. but then that power was stripped away as soon as things started happening yeah. in the book because then it reversed now it's oh no we need them more than they need us right because it wasn't like gh and ruth really needed them they were no. like this is our house we could stay yeah. here but then they <laughs> yeah, yeah. they even throughout the book they kept claiming like amanda and clay like oh we need to go back to the house because now it's their house now it's we can't go back to the city anymore we have to stay here for mm -hmm. safety because mm -hmm. ruth and gh are going to mm -hmm. protect us yeah and that's such an interesting i, I didn't really think about that but that's just mm -hmm. a cool way to flip like the power mm -hmm. dynamics of like a white couple and a black couple like yeah like even taking race out of it it's like you think you are better than this right. person yes. because they're old like true. not even think that, about race it's thing. like oh yeah, they're true. old that's no the they're highly yeah. educated old people yeah <laughs> yes highly educated in a lot of money F with a lot of money yeah and you coming into their house and you think you can like tell them what to and do. And also undermining them. They were definitely under, undermining like GH and Ruth. The they were book. so undermining yeah. them. But then towards the end, guess who got, guess who looked stupid? Yeah. Amanda. Yeah. Amanda, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. look, I don't even care about Clay. Well, actually I do care. About well, Clay yeah, I, I was going to say he also looked stupid. Dirty. Clay. Well, Clay was been stupid. He was stupid from the very but beginning. But I love that humbleness. I love yeah. the way the book treated Clay. It yeah. treated him like such a pathetic guy. He was pathetic. Cause he I was, was just like, yeah. how are you going to leave that woman? Yeah. While there's danger in the world. Yeah. And you're just going to leave her out there. You're yeah. weird. Yeah. Yeah. He's very, he's. But people pathetic. will do that. Of course. In real life situations. They buckle. do that. Yeah. Like, but that's what I loved about Clay's character. Because I noticed early on, like, mm -hmm. he was all about, this is something unique to white men. Mm -hmm. Like, and it has to do with them feeling, you know, this is going to get kind of deep here. But them kind of feeling powerless because they used to be in power for, mm -hmm. you know hundreds of thousands of years right? Right, right it was always white men at the top and now that things are slowly starting to level out a bit i feel like white men specifically mm -hmm. are, are feeling like like weak or mm -hmm. like oh like why do i feel like this like as a white man i can't mm -hmm. do the things i used to do before right. and i think that's why the narrator wisely always pointed out 
the thing of like him always talking about the past and like, you know, like this is what a man is supposed to be like. Mm -hmm. Like, is him trying to reclaim the power, right? Because he like that's something that a lot of white men just in general feel like they feel powerless now. Mm -hmm powerless now mm. so it was cool like to show like the fact of him even doing that at the beginning when he's naked in the pool in the beginning right or or you know always talking about like how strong men used to be and like he was always he was talking about like neanderthals like he wanted to be like a right. viking neanderthal yeah and it's cool because that's what he wanted to do mm -hmm. and then when he was finally tested mm -hmm. you know what i mean he's like no it you're just, just crumbled yeah you're just leaving a woman behind mm -hmm. you you get lost you get lost <laughs> you trying to find your way yeah. for 40 minutes yeah. You can't protect your kids. Like, that was another thing. Like, yeah. the whole kids situation, too. I was like, whoa. Well, the kids, I think, were the key to this book, which I think made it so... That was such a cool way to tell the story. It was. And it took me a while to realize that every time they would take the kids' point of view, yeah, that's when the narrator would tell what was really happening. Mm -hmm. I don't yeah. know if you noticed. Yeah. Like, every single because time. Because it was the kids that really observed what was happening. Yes. Or they saw what was happening. Yeah. The other yes. characters weren't really like they just kept hearing things. Yeah, and they were oh, they were too busy with the power dynamics yeah, and like the, fighting were, each other. Exactly. And, but the kids were actually paying attention they were to paying, like what's happening. You know, the I change. Mean, you know, quote, that's unquote. crazy because when you even think about it in terms of our reality, it, that happens. Too. Yeah, it's like kids yeah. are very aware. Yeah, oh, of certain. You, you know things. a lot about this. Yeah. yeah, whereas like parents and guardians and older adults, they're more so worried about you know like relationships fighting mm -hmm. each other all that other stuff like yeah. power dynamics mm -hmm. you know but then the kids are more observant they're trying to figure out what's really happening so yeah. that was a cool way of yeah that was interesting and man like so uh, when when did you start so this is one thing i definitely definitely wanted to talk about mm -hmm. the way they revealed the big and it wasn't even like a reveal it was just kind of like a broadening of the scope of what's actually happening. What's about to happen. For the majority of the book, or the, at least the first half, we're mm -hmm. just seeing what's happening in this little house. Mm -hmm. um, and once they, they, they slowly, like, widen the scope, like, mm -hmm. this is something I wish, like, something that I complain about with Verity. Yeah. How the mystery in that, mm -hmm. like, a lot of the time, like, the whole, cause the, the whole mystery was, like, is this woman, like, uh, I'm sorry, is, is like... Like, what's happening? Mm -hmm. Or, wait, I, I got confused. What was I talking about? I was saying, like, the big mystery in Verity is, mm -hmm. like, so this woman is, like, not paralyzed? Like, mm -hmm. she's not a coma, right? Like, yeah, cause, cause, uh, I remember uh, that. Because they kept seeing Verity, like, wake up or, like, looking or, like, you mm -hmm. know. And the main character was just like, wait, am I going crazy? What's going on? Mm -hmm. I didn't like that because by the time that Verity did, like, stand up it was called it's like yeah we knew this mm -hmm. you kept showing us like more Different and more things. signs right, right. that she was clearly alive but mm -hmm. i think with this book the little hints that they throw at you mm -hmm. before they actually reveal what's happening mm -hmm. is so genius like yeah. starting with just the light going out that's already ominous right like in the city yeah and then you go into um the deer oh my god yeah. when rose sees all like the thousands oh, of deer yeah, I, was I was like, like oh this, this is so cool this is fine because you're like what the yeah. heck is happening yeah honestly what it what like when i read that i was just like what yeah I was the like, heck is happening yeah and then and then uh, like and then slowly even with the woman speaking in spanish another brilliant choice yeah you know that too i was freaked out by yeah, that yeah, i don't know yeah, why exactly. i was i was like she's just speaking spanish but it was the way because it was in clay's perspective yes it was clay, the way yeah. like clay mm -hmm. reacted to yeah. her speaking in spanish and how he was feeling and which how confused like freaked he was. me out 
because I was yeah. just like, bro, why are you freaked out that she's speaking Spanish? Yeah. Like, what is going on? Yeah, and then and then the mention of deer, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. like and he thought she said beer instead of deer, yeah. and like other stuff. And I think for this, me, yeah. it was really like when they when the sound happened. That I'll be honest, it's one of the most terrifying thoughts. Even that was and, so yeah. Scary. It was, and it was. It, I feel like I wish he didn't say that it was planes that were making the noise because that would have luck. Because that kind of undermined it a little bit. I was just yeah. like, okay, so it's just a plane. But if they would have just stayed at this is just a random noise. Like mm-hmm. I just thought to myself, like, what if all of a sudden you hear the loudest noise you've mm-hmm. ever heard, this right. cracking windows, right. and you've never heard that noise before? Mm-hmm. I would think I, I would think the world is ending. I would think like the, like they said, the the gates of of heaven are opening. Exactly. Like that's yeah. actually I think that's something, something that's happening. Right. Like I think that's something that is actually in the Bible. I think I read in mm-hmm. in the last what's the last book called? Whatever. In the Bible, what you oh, probably wouldn't know. know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but in the Bible, there's like the last chapter where like all the crazy things start happening. And I think there is a part in that book where they say that it that they like once like when God is coming, right? Mm. Like there's gonna be like a loud ass bell. Mm. That means that the angels are gonna start coming down and mm. so that's what I thought of. Like the idea of like a really loud noise just yeah. happening, that mm. freaked me. I, I, I can't even tell you how terrifying that is. And then it just kept getting more and more terrifying. Like, when they finally explain. What are you looking for real quick? Oh, when they make the sound. How they describe it? No, no, yeah. you can. You can, you can no, 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 go ahead, go ahead. Um, You should find it. I think you just find it. <laughs> what were you I'm saying? I'm like stepping this because, you know what I mean? What were you saying? Because I want you to find it and I'm, I, I get distracted easily. Yeah. Yeah. You know the the good the good of editing. It's easy to cut out stuff you don't want. Um, yeah, because I know what you're saying. Like the way they described the noise was very. Nah, it was it was scary. Like, I was shook. Yeah, I was like as if I heard the noise, but you can't oh, really hear God. the noise. Yeah. obviously. It was, but it was just their reaction. Yeah, everybody's honestly. reaction. Everybody's reactions terrifying. to it, like especially Amanda's. I feel like Amanda's reaction throughout the whole book is much more like, yeah, in your face. Mm-hmm. Even though like everybody else in the book, it's more subtle. They're kind of calm, but they're not really calm. They're freaking out on the inside. But yeah. Amanda's more like, yo, freaking what the, out on the what outside. What's yeah. happening? Yeah. What the fuck is happening? Yeah. Like, so it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're not. So you, no, it's you, fine. You gave up. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. It's fine. Um, uh, yeah. So. I forget what I was saying. Well, I was saying, so yeah, with the noise, that was another thing. And then when we finally see when the kids go out Mm. exploring, and that's when I texted you. Yeah. When they finally reveal what's happening all over the world. And they do that a couple more times, Mm -hmm. like broadening the scope and this horrifying, like things happening all over the world. And just the idea of like, that's why I like the fact that we don't even know what happens. I think to end this episode, I want to add, I want to talk about, well, we think, what are our theories as mm-hmm. to what happened? I have a theory. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think even not explaining that, but just saying that what happens in the world if electricity goes off? Like, I, I was literally reading this book, like, near the end. Like, mm-hmm. like I said, like, around 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. And the idea of it freaked me so much because I was, like, here in my apartment in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. And I just did the mental exercise of, like, what if all the energy in all of Philly just goes out? That's terrifying. And you want to know why that's terrifying? Because it's plausible. Mm-hmm. 
you want you know what i mean like that's like immediately i'm just like almost putting myself in what this book would be of like yeah just trying to get to my parents house right. it's like 15 minutes driving you're in you the know? city though they were in the woods i know but i'm just saying just but they were but i think the book made it clear that because mm -hmm. they were in the city they were even worse off they were like way worse they, off. no they were yeah but them yeah you're right they were because they were actually protected yeah in some way shape or mm -hmm. form and the way that it ended with rosie kind of yeah. tied everything together yeah it was like oh Mm -hmm. I could see, yeah. I can't wait for this movie. That was, yeah. This is gonna be. I don't. I feel like the director, and I know who the director is. I mm -hmm. said he's a director of Mr. Robot, mm -hmm. and I could totally see why he may, wants to make this movie because it's definitely very Mr. Robot esque mm -hmm. in terms of it's not so much about answers to mysteries. It's mm -hmm. just about how the people in these mysteries react to it. Right. Right. Like mm -hmm. that's an interesting part. Mm -hmm. The interesting part I could tell that's from Manalam's like philosophy. Mm -hmm. The interesting part of this story is not what happened. Mm -hmm. It's how would a person actually react to this? Yeah. Situation. To a crisis that's happening. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. But when I did that mental exercise of like now all the, you know, uh, electricity's off. Mm -hmm. Now I just have to find my family. Mm -hmm. That's terrifying. It is. And only, not only that, then you, when they start near the end, like I think the last chapter, when they really start talking about mm -hmm. the people dying and mm -hmm. like the hospitals where mm -hmm. the kids are dead because mm -hmm. there's no electricity. Yeah. That's something you would never in a million years think about. But mm -hmm. yeah, if the electricity went out, how much stuff would just go completely awry? Would be gone, yeah. It would be bad. People just, mm -hmm. yeah, people get stuck in trains. Like, Mm -hmm. it's crazy mm -hmm. how much we really rely on technology, rely on technology yeah. and i think this is gonna lead me to the last part of and then we'll talk about some other things we made like quick things we want to talk about mm -hmm. but the main the last main big topic that i want to talk about and it's funny because this kind of worked out mm -hmm. how i originally planned it which is character by character i don't mm -hmm. know if you noticed yeah i did you know yeah. and now the only thing that's left is rose yep and archie and man again like the way they when we first, so when we switched to Rose, like I, I can, you know what's crazy? I can actually vividly remember the chapters that mm -hmm. it was from Rose's character. You know, it was the first one where she's like outside mm -hmm. looking at the, uh, the deer. Mm -hmm. Then the next one is when we reveal everything and they're walking in the woods. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait, wait, wait a second. Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. Mm -hmm. We gotta talk about this. What happened to Archie? Why did he lose his feet? His I don't teeth. Know what was going they're just on throwing up. Teeth. I feel like he was exposed to something. I feel like this book is more than just like, maybe there's like an alien something going on. I, well, I we're, that's going to get into my theory for the end. Yeah. That's one of my theories. This was more that was wild. Just, yeah. Like they went into the woods, but I feel like they were exposed to something yes. in the woods. And then it's oh, like. Oh, and that's why they were, were they animals in the woods at that point? Because yeah, they definitely yeah. did make it. You know, this book reminds me of the show Zoo. Where it was just mm. like all the animals just went wild. Yeah. They were exploring the city. Yeah. Like, because something is happening. Yeah. And the something animals know is, it. The animals know it. Humans just don't know it. Yeah. This, that's interesting. Because the narrator points that out a lot. It's like. The animals know what's going on. Like the flamingos. When the flamingos part of the book. Yes. That's. And, yeah. Oh, man. Wait, hold on. Can I see your book? Is yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I know for sure the part that I was like, man, this book is so genius. Yeah. And it's the part when, when that happens with the. With the flamingos, uh, where would that be? I think that's before 30. Yeah, I think that was like way before. Uh, George Blink, Beatrice, hold on to the glass because he was cold in another way's life. How did... Do, 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 do? Okay. Okay, yeah, this is with the, the flamingos. Mm -hmm. um, hold on. 
Yeah, this was my favorite. This is actually my favorite. My favorite quote from this book yeah. is the end of chapter 31. Mm-hmm. I'll just read the last chapter. That noise again. It was the final one. It was one of the last planes. The insects outside felt silent, baffled. The bats that hadn't succumbed to the white noise syndrome fell from the sky. The flamingos barely... Hold on. I'm messing that up with a sentence. The flamingos barely paid it mind. They had enough to worry about. That's such a beautiful quote, man. That's such about. a beautiful way to explain that. To just show yeah. like the like almost such a quick way to like show the, the importance of the animals. Mm-hmm. And like how us as humans, we care so much about us and what we're doing, but like flamingos have their own existence. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like yeah. flipping it on like yeah. you know, oh this whole book we're worried about these human characters are doing. Right. And that quote is like mm-hmm. Almost like undermining that, like, yeah, whatever. The, fl- the yeah. humans are freaking out. The flamingos, you know, they got something to worry about. Yeah. And then we find out what happened with the flamingos in the final chapter, mm-hmm. which is, I guess, you know, because of whatever this thing that's happening in the world, mm-hmm. they got pushed off their track yeah. and somehow landed, mm-hmm. you know, in, like in that area. Yeah. Uh, and the same with deer, the, the fact that deer were going to turn like white. Mm-hmm. This book is nuts, yeah. man. Like in like every time they flash back into the future, yeah. that was also genius. Mm-hmm. They're like, and a scientist, you know, way in the future is gonna mm-hmm. explain the fact why the the deer became white yeah. and this intergenerational trauma. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, wait a second. And mm-hmm. then you can really get deep into thinking about that with the human characters. Yeah, you know, that's yeah. actually like a like a real thing that's been studied with black people specifically because mm-hmm. of slavery, mm-hmm. like intergenerational trauma, and that get passed down mm-hmm. yeah like all right i'm gonna relax i'm gonna let you talk a little bit more because i just kind of i felt myself going to this i, I just got excited because yeah. i just love the way that the book treated animals as yeah. they they've been on this earth mm-hmm. they know they know when it's wrong and then correlating that with the kids yep um how did you feel about rose and archie i mean i feel like they i feel like alam tried with archie Cause he was like a 16 year old boy. Yeah. So that was all right. That was fine. But Rosie was the one that really tied everything together. Yeah. I love that. Cause at first yeah. I wasn't paying attention to Rosie. She liked her books. She it's, didn't care. But then it was like, it's the one that's like that you typically don't pay attention to that really ties everything together for you at the very end. That's why I reread the yeah. ending twice. Cause I'm like, hmm. I'm missing something here. Yeah. What am I missing here? Yeah. And then it makes sense because yeah. it's like Rosie goes to that house that they originally saw, takes what she needs and goes. And it's just like, <laughs> so beautiful, man. I'm, I'm going to show them what I found because oh, then in Rosie's head, it's like, Oh yeah, we're in this together. She's already put it in her head that we're in a crisis. You know, yeah. we're not coming out of this. We're staying yeah. here. This, this is, is now our home. Like all of them towards the end, it was like, this is our home slowly now. realizing We're yeah there's no getting out of back this. to what was you yeah know? man but. it's so beautiful man the structure of this book it's so <laughs> sneaky it's like you said i think that's purposeful yeah you know making you not even think about rose as a character mm-hmm. yeah and bro nowhere did they play with that more beautifully mm-hmm. than like when when they ask mm-hmm. the thing that i alluded to in the beginning of this podcast mm-hmm. when she's like when Archie starts losing his teeth and throwing up yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah. And then at the end of that, you're like, where's Rose? Oh, that's, yeah. that's, 
that's beautiful. Like where is she at? That blew my freaking mind when mm. I'm reading that because I'm like, not only that, at the mm. beginning of that same chapter, yeah. they tell us that Rose is not there in the bed. Yeah. I don't know if you remember. They mm-hmm. make that explicit. Yeah. And the writing in this is so beautiful that they tell you Rose isn't there. Mm-hmm. But the author is so tricky mm-hmm. that by the time that by the time you get to the end of the chapter, you're still shocked. Yeah, shocked. You're, you're like, like oh. wait. Yeah, where's Rose? Yeah. Oh my and god. She's just in the woods. Just calm. Yeah. yeah. Just like doing her own thing. My God. And then like you said, ending the mm-hmm. book with Rose as a character, mm-hmm. just exploring and just kind of settling into what this new way of life is gonna be. It's 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 is I mean, I couldn't give this any more chef's kisses. Yeah. Like that was such a perfect that was a brilliant yeah. way to start this book. Or to end his book. Yeah. I honestly like that because Rose is what? She's 13. Yeah. And it's realistic to what's happening now with yeah. children dealing with the pandemic. Oh, because oh, the kids yes. dealing with the pandemic, it's like, oh, this is it. You yeah. Know? Whereas adults, we're all like. Freaking out. Yeah. I can't wait. this mask. What is going on? Like, yeah. what is going? But then it's like with Rosie, she has just, she let it be. Yeah. She wasn't freaking yeah. out. She was exploring. She was figuring things out, but she just let it be and was like, yeah, let's this just, is it. this is my reality. Yeah. Where, and it's the same with children nowadays as well, especially with the pandemic. It's like, this is their reality. So mm. it's like, boom, this is it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this was, yeah, uh, the more I talk about this, and I think there's definitely, like, more mm-hmm. symbolism that you could probably get into, like, mm-hmm. the symbolism of deer, the symbolism of flamingos, mm-hmm. that's a very specific animal, I'm sure there's yeah. a meaning to that, Yeah, that's not just to, like, freak us out, I'm sure if you really d- dig deep into it, Yep. Um, but alright, before we end, any final thoughts? This was a this great book? book, honestly, I feel like this is a book that can be taught in, like, literature mm-hmm. classes, oh yeah, for sure, Um, because it's more than just two families gathering together and figuring out what the hell is going on. It's really more than that. Like there's so many lessons behind this book. Mm-hmm. You just have to like reread it to pick up on those lessons. Yeah. But this makes your, like it makes you think, yes. it makes you think about the world we live in, like in a different way, like in a, okay, we have two families, they're dealing with this situation, but what are we learning from these two families? Mm. And what are we learning from this, the kids as well? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, a brilliant book. It's, it's cool that, you know, mm-hmm. um, I just noticed you didn't have any bullet points with you. You still were able to do this episode. You know what's I love crazy? This. this is the first book I've read. I did not have any bullet points. That's I didn't even, I created my notes app and I put leave the world behind. And you didn't add Blank. anything? Oh, that's interesting. Blank. That's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was just like, wow. Like It's a lot here. There's a lot to unpack here. Yeah. I would reread this again next year. Yeah. I would read it again next year I with think a I'm, different I, I, perspective. I agree. I think I do want to read it knowing yeah. what's happening. Yeah. You probably That probably is rewarding. Like knowing what's happening, mm-hmm. it probably is. Everything is laid out. Yeah. You probably pick at like little small things. Little like, small oh. things just to like... I yeah. can't wait for the film to come out. I hope they do it justice. Like, I really pray that they yeah. do it justice. Oh, I hope so, too. Because this book deserves to be, especially, like, now that we're living in a pandemic, it's like, this is the perfect book to describe yeah. what we're going through right I, now. Oh, yeah, that's so true. Yeah, yeah, but in a fictional sense. Yeah. Because then it gathers people, it gets their attention because it's a fiction book, but mm-hmm. it's like, no. But it's really, yeah, it's like, how do we respond in the face of disaster? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. it's really it's really cool. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I have any other... Li- I was trying to think if there's any other little things. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think, yeah, that was about it. I, well, one one more little thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I appreciate it 
like I, I described this book as honest in the beginning. I do think it was very honest with mm-hmm. a lot of like, like things that you probably wouldn't want to describe. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah, you know, if we're being honest about it, it's mm-hmm. like adult in a way. It's like yeah. we're just talking about this, you know, mm-hmm. you know, Archie's naked. Right. We're gonna describe his balls. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Ooh. <laughs> it's like you know, it's mm-hmm. it's it's just. I, but it, the way the narrator, the way it was narrated, it's mm-hmm. just like, it's just you know, impartial mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah. Also. Uh, as I mentioned the 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 sense of humor of the narrator, but he gets a little sassy in certain parts. Like when they're talking about the throw up that Archie's like pink, it's like get it? Yeah. It's like yeah, the flamingo. It's like, like wait, what? Why are you getting sassy with me? <laughs> like there were a lot of moments where the book he is like did have the pink throw up. Yeah, what do you, that? I'm telling you, there's definitely got to be something to that. I'm gonna Maybe break that down. Maybe everyone's gonna turn into an animal. <gasps> Whoa. I feel like yo because the animals currently know what's going on. Yeah. And I just feel like the animals yeah. are taking over, but it's like people are slowly going to humans are going to slowly turn into like oh, shoot. animals. I don't yeah. Know. There's so many different theories. No, there's a lot of I'm going to I want I do want to read like theories on this book. Yeah, but I was going to say so. So that's that's what I'm this is great because I was actually just about to end this podcast saying mm-hmm. what's your theory? They turn into animals. Mm-hmm. Perfect theory. I I buy that a hundred percent. That's yeah. great. My theory it was aliens, and you know what's funny? Yeah. The thing that I knew about this book is that there were gonna be aliens involved. Yeah. I don't know how I got that impression. And he lost his teeth. Yeah. What is it like? He lost like six of his front teeth or something. Yeah. He's turning into something. Yeah. Oh, for it, sure. If it's not an animal, it's something that he's turning, turning into, into something. Into. Yeah, for sure. Maybe a flamingo. You never know. And. And there were, but the narrator kind of suggested that the no, well, the, I think the narrator, the narrator was just saying that people they thought it was the noise mm-hmm. that possibly was making turn a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like the the pink throb mixed with the blood is mm-hmm. him losing his teeth and yeah, I was like, flamingos what is going on? and yeah. yeah, this will be yeah the visuals on this movie would be crazy, it would like be. that that would, it, it would be wild. Please um, do justice. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I think my theory, like I said, is definitely I think it's aliens. Mm-hmm. I think. That's what's happening. I think that's where all those planes are going. I mm. think. Have you seen Arrival, the movie Arrival, with uh, Amy Adams? No. It's like like aliens come. They have to try to figure out their language. No. It's it's interesting. It reminded me of this a little bit, like a realistic depiction of like. If my theory is right that there, it, it is about aliens, mm-hmm. I think it would make sense, especially like everybody losing their minds, mm-hmm. nations going to war against each other mm-hmm. because there's this alien presence mm-hmm. and then people just like yeah. don't know what to do. But that's my theory. It's aliens. And that's where we're going to leave this episode. I, this was great. I love talking about this. Mm-hmm. I, I can't wait to really do a deep dive into a lot of this stuff because I'm sure there's other little weird stuff that we probably missed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah it was great it was just very well written it was unor- it, like the way it told this story was very unorthodox yep. i think that's what made it interesting it's like a, a a look like how people will react in a, a an apocalyptic you know when the world is like falling Christ. apart yep. but making that the background of this story mm-hmm. not the foreground and mm-hmm. focusing on the characters yep them not knowing anything mm-hmm. um dang i was about to finish it but i have to say this one more thing um, I was going to say, do you know what's crazy? Like mm-hmm. as the book was ending, I was going to be like, this feels like the first half of a book. Oh yeah. Didn't it? I'm like, this should be a series. Right? Like I feel like, oh, I, I would feel watch. like 
the movie might explore more. I think so. I think yeah. they, they easily could. They yeah. have to because it's like, but I'm okay with this. Yeah. Because it's like now you as the reader, you need to make your own interpretations yeah. of what's about to happen next. Yeah. Because yeah. Honest, we're living in it. So it's like it makes sense yeah. kind of. Because it's similar exactly. to what's happening with the pandemic, but, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I thought the book was going to end in, like, a twist. And that's why I found it interesting that there but was I'm really no twist. it didn't No, I agree. It because it's realistic. Yeah, very realistic. I, that's what makes I it I like great. when books end with twists or whatever, but it's yeah. like, no, tie the book in a knot. Mm-hmm. Show me, like, something real. Especially yeah. if it's, like, a... If it's a book that focuses on something like real a little bit, yeah, this it was a perfect ending. I agree. I think way it, perfect ending because yeah. then it was like Rosie went to a home, and the family weren't there. The family were never gonna come back because they can't come back. They're yes, in Seattle, yeah. so it's like she yeah. gets this house to herself, and she can get whatever she wants, and she can go back, that's find beautiful. her way back to GH yeah. and Ruth's place, and yeah. that's that's their home. They're yeah. gonna live there. For as long as the world comes back. Yeah. So. And that's a perfect way to end a podcast. But I just have to say one more thing. Yeah. Uh, I just, I, I can't help myself. <laughs> yeah. If I was a better podcast, yeah. I, I would have been ended this because there, there have been at least three good endings. Uh, but I just have to say, did you think, mm-hmm. how would you have felt if like Rose just disappeared? Because I really I thought like, like, oh, she just vanished. I, I was convinced she had vanished. I wouldn't have liked the book if it ended in that way. Yeah, because it would have been real. Well, it would have been too in the dark. Like, okay, yeah, what's happening? Because then them ending it with Rose going to yeah. the house to gather materials and stuff, that it tells that the question. reader, yeah. like, boom, they're staying here forever. Yeah. Yes. Like, this is their house. And then they right. kept saying, like, this is our house. We're yeah. going back home. We're going to the house. They're not talking yeah. about the home back in no. New York City. They're nope. talking about the home here. Yeah. So it's like... Ending it with Rosie going to that specific house, getting everything she needs and going back. That was yeah. it. That was perfect. Or going back and yeah. and Danny basically laying out. Mm-hmm. This is it, guys. Yeah, like, and then it's, we're going to go to the hospital. Yeah. They couldn't go to the hospital. Nah, that, so that, they just went back to the house. Yeah. Now Rosie Everybody comes back to the back. house. Yep. That's it. Wow. Yeah, that's, you're right. Everybody ending. just comes right that's back. That's the perfect way that's to true. end this That's a good book. point. It's like we're here together. And this is actually the perfect way to end this podcast. You know yeah. what I mean? As hard as I tried to make this a bad ending, it didn't because yeah. we have D here. She knows what she's doing. That's going to be it for this episode. Again, next month's book is going to be Alex Mechalides. Lights, the silent patient yeah check it out that's yeah. gonna be a crazy old time i'm sure th- well whatever um <laughs> thank you guys so much for watching and listening and i'll catch you guys next time peace Bye.